0: Welcome back to Inspector Toolbelt Talk, the home of the world's most bestest home inspection software, and also home to me and beyond Hey, Bian! <laughs> the
1: home of the most bestest. Most, I'm sorry, most bestest. <laughs> well, I can't can't deny the facts there, but yeah. Uh, welcome back to the show. Good to be back.
0: Yeah. So, how did you fare with Hurricane Ian? Was it okay for you guys?
1: Yeah. You know, Ian was a real jerk. Yeah. But uh, we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know uh, jokes aside it was um uh, for us we're in northeast florida and it really gave us it, you know some winds and, and quite a bit of rain but what well, we made through okay no problem um for the folks in the western part of the state definitely man was was much much worse even just a little south from us uh mm-hmm. looks like there were a couple of tornadoes and some folks with a lot of flooding so they're still cleaning up and some are going to have months and, and years and others have lost things that they and people they'll never be able to recover. So yeah, it we can't complain. We made out really well, but um for for other folks, man. What a what a tough storm.
0: Yeah, and that was uh your family's first major hurricane there in Florida, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we're new Floridians. We've only been here for just over a year and uh our first first hurricane experience. You know, it's funny. I coming from the northeast, you got a big snowstorm coming in, you know let's say that the forecast is in the feet and um you know you get everything tied up and hunkered down you know you get prepared for the storm but then the storm starts and it's it's quiet you know Mm -hmm. you sleep really well and you wake up the next morning everything's extra quiet you see the plow trucks going by and it's it's peaceful you know man oh man this hurricane business you go you can't sleep you know the wind's howling the the trees are shaking around it's it's quite an experience.
0: Yep, one inspector said, "Paradise with a price." You know,
1: yeah, no, for sure, and, and that's why when we uh, when we moved here, we were very deliberate about where we chose our home. You know, distance from the coast, mm-hmm. um, floodplains. You know, looked at all of that, and um, I even in our area, I can see how we made out a lot better than some other folks. So, yeah, it it really pays to to try and do your research and. I mean, not all of us get to choose exactly where we want to live, mm-hmm. but, you know, we were able to make some choices and it looks like it, it helped us out. Yeah. My in-laws in,
0: in Okeechobee, Florida, they live on the north side of the lake. They lost power for a couple of days and it wasn't too, too bad for them. But man, mm-hmm. I feel bad for those people up in Fort Myers. Oh, I, was, man. I was watching, a, there's a friend of mine, he works for the National Wetland Service and stuff like that. So whenever there's a natural disaster, he's part of it. And, um, or whatever forestry, I don't know what he's what he does. I know when there's natural disaster, he's, he's kind of showing up and helping with mm-hmm. things, but he showed me a video of the beaches at Fort Myers, just getting ripped away. You know, yeah. it, it was amazing to, to watch. I, I really feel bad for the people down there. Yeah. On a lighter note, I don't think I had ever gotten in touch with more people that I have known throughout my life than when there was a hurricane Ian, anyone I ever met, <laughs> sent me a message making some sort of hurricane Ian joke. My favorite to date, was Hurricane Ian just like the real Ian shows up unexpectedly, leaves a mess, and makes a bunch of noise? I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's about right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, though it, it was. I think it, you know, it was still in the Caribbean, and I was like, hey man, stay away from Florida, will ya? Yeah, you're really? like, what? What? What are you talking about?
0: I didn't even know about it then. I'm like, ah, come on, now it'll never <laughs> end.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, yeah, to all the folks who are, are reeling in the aftermath, of, all, all the best with the recovery, and um, you know, obviously as home inspectors, I was thinking a lot about this trade and how important it is. You know, I mean, Florida—you think of the four points and the windmits, really all those the standards in construction. Because you see, the older homes do not fare well at all. The newer homes—they're up to the newer standards. You know, that that you guys inspect and, and make sure are being followed correctly. It really saves lives, saves property, and uh, it's it's important to get right.
0: Yeah, and even after the storm, there's a whole lot of stuff that's gonna happen now that home inspectors are gonna need to uh, be involved in. We have an important industry all across the US and Canada. But after a storm or before a storm like this, very important.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah. Anyways, getting into our, our subject here. Actually I had one more thing to tell you. I had something funny happened yesterday. I know we're always good beginning of the podcast, we're always all over the place. But I I called a guy yesterday and I'm like, Hey, how you doing? This is Ian. And he goes, This is so weird. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, uh, Okay. And he goes, I was just listening to your podcast and I turned down your podcast and answered my phone and I have the same <laughs> voice. He goes, That just messed up my brain.
1: <laughs> We're taking live callers now.
0: <laughs> but I think he was listening to our last podcast on the market outlook for the mm. middle of the year. So every yeah. quarter we've been doing these market outlooks because, first of all, uh, we've, Been kind of on the nose about things. I mean, I guess it's really not that hard when you see these big market swings, but we've been pretty on the nose about it. And it kind of helps us to get prepared as we look at what's happening now and what's coming down the road. And man, I tell you, there's some more stuff coming up, some good, some bad, but I I think um, I don't think we're over with the ride just yet. So I think this is a very timely podcast. The Q3. Home Inspection Market Outlook.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always enjoy these episodes. I'll, I have a confession, though. I am not super well-researched going into this. So I want to hear what you have to say. Obviously, I've been keeping up with the news like most of the guys listening. And uh, I I like to see what you what you think about where we're going here.
0: So I actually have done quite a bit of research.
1: And it started a
0: few weeks ago with an article that uh, Realtor.com came out with. And I actually talked about a boom in home inspections. Mm-hmm. And it was very subjective. It really, They really had no data on it. It was just, oh, hey, because it's a buyer's market, there's going to be more home inspections. Mm-hmm. What they got wrong about it is that while we are transitioning into a buyer's market, it's still not a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. And the hardest part of any market shift is the sh- actual shift mm-hmm. when we're going into the, that market. So it's not quite where we may want it to be.
1: Yeah, you know, as you said, buyer's market, I was like, hey, wait a second, you know, interest rates are super duper high. And house prices, they they went in this huge surge up and they haven't really come down. In some parts of the country, they're actually still holding and still going up. So yeah, I I agree with you based based on just, you know, those couple of things, it's definitely not a buyer's market quite yet.
0: Yeah, you know, there was an article that Dave Ramsey's company over there uh, came out with. I think it was a little bit more realistic. And it, it talked about some of the market shifts that are happening. One of the market shifts is just what you mentioned there. Interest rates are still high and are going up. But let's be frank, if we've been around, if we're older than thirty years old, the interest rates right now still don't seem that high. Mm-hmm. You know, pre Great Recession you were paying, you know, 12 percent and bragging about it. Mm-hmm. So they're really not they're not at the historic lows that we just had, but they aren't as low. They're not really incredibly high just yet. But they make a huge dent in our last podcast. We talked about the difference over a thirty year loan, how much it costs people. Mm-hmm. so it's pushing people out of the market,
1: yeah. and for I mean, for like you said, older than thirty, uh, it's like, okay, we've been here before. but for a lot of the folks that may be entering the the home market for the first time, you know, that haven't seen these interest rates before, For them, it's a a clear turnoff, you know, because, wow, that's, that's a big number to look at, you know.
0: Yeah, so what it does basically is it pushes some people out of the market. And again, that is a sad fact. But that's kind of what part of what anyways the feds want to do is to just stave off that kind of inflation. They want to induce a slight recession or slow it down. Mm-hmm. but the problem with this particular transition is house prices aren't really falling that much mm-hmm. and they're real and actually Dave Ramsey's crew over there they said they don't expect the house prices to fall so if you owned a two hundred thousand dollar house a few hundred uh, a few hundred <laughs> a, a few, few years hundred ago, years ago <laughs> way back in my day <laughs> this is orange groves as far as yeah, I could see <laughs> but if you owned a two hundred thousand dollar house a couple of years ago and now it's worth three hundred thousand it, according to depending on whose projection you're looking at, mm. it may go down to two eighty five two ninety mm. or it may just stay right at three hundred thousand mm-hmm. So the sad social part of things is that still pushes some people out of the market that may never be able to get back into yeah. the introductory housing market yeah. but it it does bode well be for the fact for home inspectors that as this transition happens more inventory comes on the market. Mm. So uh, more home sales are starting to fall through because of home inspection related issues or attorney issues, whereas before it would just get pushed through. So things are are going back on the market. B-O-M-K is what the uh, agents call it, back on market. Um, Also some things that are happening is buyers are being a little bit more careful. So instead of going out and buying a house this weekend, They're taking a couple of months Mm -hmm. looking at a bunch of houses. They may even put an offer in on one, go through the inspection, and then move on to their safety house, Mm -hmm. their their backup house. Mm -hmm. So that is headed in the right direction for home inspectors. It's a balancing that's happening. But the problem is there were, you know, 50 plates up in the air, and now they had to set all the plates down, and they're starting to balance it out again. Mm -hmm. All the plates haven't been picked up. Mm -hmm. So yeah. It's going to be a little bit of a rough ride for a a little while longer. And I have a prediction that is very subjective to me, and I'll give it towards the end, but I want to hear your point there.
1: I always just look at the market numbers every day, you know, and Mm -hmm. looking at all the big guys in the real estate sector, you know, looking at like Zillow and Redfin and a few of the others – I mean, you look at where they've come, what's happened to them in the last year. Oh, my goodness. It, it is, you know, their stock prices have tanked just because of, you know, the perception of where the market is going. But the interesting thing I see is as soon as there's a, a bit of positive news, they shoot up by quite a few percentage points. It's like it's rearing to go. But, you know, relative to where we are, the only reason I think that is interesting in this conversation is it gives one perspective of kind of where we've come from and where we are right now you know mm-hmm. uh outlook and expectations for the all the guys making money out of real estate is on the low end but like you pointed out that's not necessarily a bad thing for the home inspectors we needed it to cool down because it was way too hot so what i'm getting from you what you're saying well i guess i guess the predictions later on but is we're we're going to start swinging the right direction but it's not going to be sort of a super fast process
0: yeah so personally i have a positive outlook on On things. So, in our last podcast, we talked about things like pre listing inspections. And to be perfectly frank, even some of our competition going out of business. That's how I started three inspection companies. Half my competition went out of business. And I'm like, okay, I'm the only one here after the dust settles. Just because the housing market may not do well doesn't mean we as home inspectors won't do well. In fact, sometimes we do better when the housing market is down. So, for the past year, people have been skipping home inspections. People don't skip home inspections when it's a buyer's market. Mm. And then you double up on that because you get pre-listing inspections. Our pre-listing inspection numbers have been down like nuts, Mm. but now they're going up again because people are like, man, it's a little bit harder to sell the house. This gives me an extra edge. Mm -hmm. But if we look at, uh, I was looking at this other article from fortune.com and not that I rely always heavily on that website, but they have some morbid predictions of the housing market in 2023. Mm. They're talking like crazy recession, not, not as much as the Great Recession, but close to it, like the, the biggest one since then and all sorts of stuff. But everything that I saw in their predictions is actually good for home inspectors. Mm. I think it's going to help us out because we're going to have more pre-listing inspections. We're going to have more foreclosures to work on. I always love doing foreclosures, show up to a foreclosure, Charge a couple hundred bucks for a pest inspection or do a drive by for 150 bucks and just make sure that the house didn't burn down. Hey, cool. If you have a crew or it's just you, do that in between inspections and Mm. you you end up making an extra couple of grand a week. Okay. I I never, I never really had a problem. Matter of fact, some of our biggest first big years were right after the Great Recession. Mm. There's a lot of advantages, but I'll say start pushing uh, pre listing inspections right now. Okay. Because Agents are worrying. Agents don't think that way. Agents think, okay, this is going to be harder to sell this house next year, mm. or even right now. That's when you start saying pre-listing, even Dave Klema's thing with the inspected houses. Yeah, whatever angle you can do, great. That because those are going to be big ones.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. You know, you mentioned agents because if we think of sort of where they are psychologically, they were flying high, right? <laughs> a year ago, they were the the kings of the market. Um, and now wow their numbers compared to last year is looking they're looking terrible so to help them out to get get some more sales if one were to even pitch pre-listing inspections to your agent, they'd probably be really receptive because it it would it would help them to to bring their numbers up a little bit
0: yeah so hopefully we're doing extra marketing right now because this is what's happening in the home inspection market as you're sitting here listening to our podcast, beyond told you just now to pitch pre-listing inspections to agents. Hopefully right now you're going to offices and you're doing presentations. You're contacting every agent you've ever met and pushing that service. Mm -hmm. Because what's happening right now is you're listening to this is someone in your service area just went out of business. Because if we were relying very heavily on the easy inspections and let's be honest, it was easy inspections for a while. I've been, I've been in this business close to two decades You know, you could just walk out the door and inspections fell in your lap all the way up to when people started skipping them. So if we came in the market right about then, we were like, yay, this is awesome and easy. It's going to get a little bit harder. But every time one of our competition goes out of business, sad to see a home inspector go. I've always hated it. But the guy that's left, when the market picks up, he's going to take that person's business. There's already home inspectors right now that I'm in contact with on a regular basis. That are already taking advantage of that. So I'll take the Midwest as as an example because the Midwest is probably getting hit at the hardest right now with a down home inspection market. I have a guy right now um, called me for advice because he he's just hitting 500 inspections for the year, having his best year ever. Well, wow. he didn't think about you know the market up or down, and I'm like, how are you doing? He's just like, I'm marketing hard. And I'm looking at the numbers and, you know, a lot of his competition is starting to go out of business. Mm. So whatever work does trickle in, those guys aren't there. So let's say 40 guys go out of business. They would have had five inspections each that year, worst year ever. Mm. That still would have equated to, what does that be on, 200 inspections? Sure. So it's just math. That's just rough math of saying, if you can hang in there, you're going to come out on top. Mm -hmm. But this is going to be a rough winter. I am predicting a rough winter. Um, it's going to be a little bit low. There's going to be, still be not great inventory on the real estate market. Um, there's still going to be, you know, stuff going on in some areas. People still skipping inspections to a certain degree. But here's here's my prediction. I'll just get right to it. And you can tell me if you agree or disagree, beyond. But we'll revisit this on our Q4 uh, beginning of the next year, 2023 podcast but i think by late spring we will the dust will have settled not early spring or mid spring but i'm predicting late spring the dust will have settled and we'll be officially in a buyer's market and i think there'll be a slight boom all the way until about the end of summer maybe early fall and then i think it'll kind of level off and be a meh kind of rest of the year okay Here's the reason why. So, I think it's going to be a rough winter, like I said. So, unfortunately, more inspectors are going to go out of business. A lot of agents who are newer are going to go
1: out of business. And a lot of that is, like, sticker shock, high interest rates. Yeah. They're going to keep people out.
0: Yeah, yeah. And to to be honest, too, you know, not everybody saved up six months' worth of income that can handle... Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, I'm not going to have great business or enough business for the next six months. So they go get a job. They they have another offer. They move to a different state, whatever. Got it. You got to do what you got to do for your family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But by the time spring rolls around, people are going to be a little hesitant. The seller is going to be like, ah, maybe I should wait. By late spring, people will have, it'll be the normal spring market where people start putting their houses on the market. Okay. So now there'll be a rush of inventory and not enough inspectors. Hmm. So then we'll see a slight boom. But by the time summer is done, I don't think interest rates are going to go down a whole lot, if at all. So I think that'll kind of wear off. And then the rest of the year won't be bad, but it won't be great either. It'll just be me. Mm -hmm. That's my prediction. So I think by the time we have our next Q4 podcast on the market outlook for home inspections, I think it will be saying, hey, guys, all right, dead of winter. I I know this stinks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Give it another, you know. Three to five months. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, you know, late April, May, mm-hmm. that's when the guys that are left over, the inspection companies that are left over, that's when they're really going to be kicking it. Okay. I'm seeing some other things happening too. So single guy inspection companies, you know, so Sam and a single inspector, I don't quote unquote go out of business. I just get some side jobs until things pick up. Okay. But um, I see these big companies. So I just saw a home inspector get laid off by a big company with a bunch of other guys too. Mm. And I saw another multi-inspector firm that's been multi-inspector for nearly 20 years go right back down to just the owner and a helper. Wow. Um, you know, firms that have 20, 30 or more inspectors j- just dropping guys. Mm. So those guys, those big companies, they can't handle the same volume. Mm. So they were giving each one of their inspectors, let's say three to 500 inspections a year. That guy doesn't go out in the market typically and say, I'm going to start my own business. A portion of them do. Let's say, let's say half of them do. That still leaves the other half that just say, okay, I'll go get a different kind of job because I don't want to run my own business. Mm. That's oftentimes why they're working for a company. So that let's say if they fire five guys, that's 2,500 inspections just sitting out on the market. Mm. That's also going to, to add to it once the market turns around in the spring. Okay. Okay.
1: Those numbers those numbers make sense cuz I'm just thinking like if you think in terms of the economy and what the Fed's been doing with the interest rates the whole point of hiking it is trying to cool things down trying to make borrowing money for businesses for home buyers make it more expensive to the point where it's unattractive but mm-hmm. then obviously sadly what happens is people start you know companies start laying people off to save money just like you said you know even in the home inspection market we're seeing it um, but then it's designed to cool to a point where they start easing back slightly and then things are going to hopefully pick up from that point of view. But what you're saying is by next year, springish, we'll see late spring. S- uh, what's that? Late spring. Late late spring. So we look in like um like the middle of Q two somewhere.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking like I said, I'm thinking like late April, early May.
1: Okay. Got it. That even if interest rates don't come down, we're gonna see a slight warming. In, in the market is going to going to pick up a little bit.
0: Yeah, I like that expression. A slight warming. That's basically it. Uh, I think 2024 is going to be a banger year. 2023 I think is going to be meh. Hmm. But if we can hang on through the winter, it, that's really what I've been telling guys. They're like, "It's slow and I don't and I'm like, just hang on. Don't feel bad because things are slow. That doesn't necessarily reflect on you as an inspector." Okay. It, if the market doesn't have the houses and the inspections to support the inspectors in the market, it is what it is. I see a lot of companies suffer. If a company with, you know, 60 inspectors is laying guys off, should you feel bad if you have a slow month? No. And that's why I keep I keep emphasizing, we want to emphasize, this is a positive outlook. This is the end of the time period where people were skipping inspections. This is where home inspection companies are made, grown, and built, is during a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. Sellers markets, okay, cool. So it stays hot for a year or two, and then all of a sudden it turns into people skipping inspections again. I never like it when it's that kind of market. It's cyclical. This is, this is a good thing for your business in particular and
1: our industry as a whole. Okay, cool. And just so everybody knows, the meh expression, as defined by the Oxford Dictionary, is uninspiring, unexceptional. So just in case you're wondering. I, I, is that what, is that what meh means? Uh oh! So we got to change our outlook. We got to change the prediction here.
0: <laughs> well, no, that's that's what I meant. I, I just didn't know there's an actual definition. I mean, that described my feeling when I said meh.
1: Yeah, but so as an exclamation, it. Okay, wait. Let's let's read it here. Meh is a colloquial interjection used as an expression of indifference or boredom. It is often regarded as the verbal equipment of a shrug of the shoulders. So,
0: meh. Yeah, but the way way you say it sounds weird. Oh. You got to say it more manly, like, meh. Mm. <laughs> that didn't sound <laughs> We'll have to cut that one.
1: <laughs>
0: well, anyways, <laughs> 2023 will be meh for the most part, and I think it'll have a little bit of boom in the spring. But uh, I think um, that Christian uh, from Repair Pricer had a good point. If we were building a big company right now, we're going to be a little bit nervous. Or if we are, you know, just kind of doing this as a side thing or whatever, we might be a little nervous. Small boutique companies, we're going to ride this out. And I'm going to actually have a couple of podcasts on making keeping your inspection company boutique. Mm-hmm. Because I've run the numbers. It's way more profitable. And we've talked to a couple of guests about that. But boutique companies, we tend to make it. You know, multi-inspector firms, when we say that, we're not talking 50, 60 guys. We're talking small boutique, you know, under five inspectors. Mm-hmm. Keep it small. Keep it family-wise, that kind of thing. Yeah. But anyways, that that's my prediction. Do you have anything to predict on top of that, beyond?
1: No, not really. I think it makes sense to where, where things are as far as the market cycle is concerned. Um, like you said, I, I sort of feel the same way about 2024. You know, 2023 is kind of a recovery year but uh yeah twenty twenty four hang in there, and um if you're able to make it through twenty twenty three i it will probably be a lot more comfortable than twenty twenty one let's put it that way, <laughs>
0: yeah, we're over the worst of it, yeah, in my opinion
1: yeah no awesome yeah. i I think that's uh that's something we can obviously in our next quarterly update let's uh let's see where we're looking, but yeah, that's probably pretty accurate for where we are right now,
0: all right, so let's see where we land because this is our fifth fourth fifth quarterly market outlook and we haven't been wrong yet we got to be wrong at least once
1: beyond so let's see how this goes yeah let's see either way you can just tell the guys hey we said meh, you know so yeah said meh. yeah (laughs) sounds good ian thanks a lot for having me on again it was good fun
0: yeah thanks for being here beyond and everybody stay tuned and uh
1: we'll have you on again On behalf of myself, Ian, and the entire ITB team, thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can catch our future episodes as well. And if you have any feedback, please send us an email at info at inspectortoolbelt.com. Also, don't forget to check out our brand new app for home inspectors. Scheduling and report writing all in one easy-to-use app. Check it out now at inspectortoolbelt.com.